What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, our movie hangout show where we just kind of chill, talk movies, everything going on in the world of film and sometimes television and entertainment as well. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I am joined by, well, it's a three-man crew. I'm joined by two other gentlemen here. First up, we got Jake Berlin in the house. What's going on, Jake? I'm good, man. I'm, you know, it's, it, I don't know why, but it feels like I... Uh, Apocalypse didn't go last week. I don't, it feels like I, it, the show just hasn't been. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Um, but I'm excited. I'm here. We're talking a lot of cool things tonight. Um, whether we have good or bad feelings on them, uh, <laughs> one specific topic that that we'll we'll get to here soon. But yeah, I'm excited to talk yeah. to you, gents, about what we have going on. Absolutely, and I'm with you there, man. It it feels like we took a week off, but we didn't. We had a show last week. Like, what even, did we talk about last week? What I did we don't do? remember. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, what we did yeah, last. It was it was our hundredth episode. We oh, oh, oh the one I forget. The one I forget. Well, okay, now that makes sense because <laughs> that one felt like just like a party. I didn't feel like a a show to me. There was there wasn't much like. Hi Jesse. Organized. Hi Jesse. Hello. Answer my answer my question that I sent you. We we, uh, we thought we thought the same thing, Chuck. We thought the yeah, same. Yeah, bummer, thing. right? Um. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A DC topic without our DC guy, like I said. But Brian Avalosino's here. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> that don't throw it all on me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the DC all the guy. on you now. Yeah, I guess you're um, the second in line for DC guy. I guess, uh, or maybe Jake. I don't know. I don't know. I think Jake and I might be on even playing field. DC, like as far as like what with DC? Well, like okay, knowledge? if we're talking DC in general, like just overall the superheroes, including comics, animated movies, one of you two. If we're talking who likes the DC EU the second best, it's probably me, to be honest. Yeah, well, that so I, agree I, with. I probably have the most history with DC comics because I've been reading true, the. Not to say that Brian's probably read more recently. Well, you're than a I big have. Aquaman and Flash guy. Brian's well, a big Brian's not true. Guy. Well, Brian, over the last couple of years, you've you've like hammered in some major comic arcs, is what I'm saying. Um, I I I read them as a kid. Like I, I read a lot, and I I read like a lot of the when the new Fifty Two dropped a number of years ago. That's like when the comics started to kick back up, and I read every single issue of Aquaman, every single issue of Flash, every single issue to Justice League. Um, I, I could obviously afford them all, but um, I probably have the the most history with the comic stuff. But yeah, I would say you're probably the second fan of DC. Of the DCEU, probably. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I read a lot of Harley Quinn. I I have like every issue of since Rebirth started. So that's what I know. I'm very much, um, I, with DC. Louis, Louis, save your pick. Save your pick, Louis. Don't reveal it just yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I know more of like the characters. Like I know who characters are. And what their deal is, but I don't know so much of stories. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, to I'm, be honest, I think I, you would be the. I'm sure two. none of us have too much knowledge on Calvin Ellis, who are going to be casting. No. Here I'm going to be soon. completely honest. I hadn't heard of him till a couple weeks ago. I knew Never. about him, but I didn't know much about him. But I did a little bit of research, and it's pretty fascinating. <laughs> Uh, and we'll get to that here here in a little bit. Um, but before we do, um, we're going to cover a couple other things, including the movie watching challenge. <laughs> 
I guess Brian's locked in for the for the you 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 <laughs> did your job, right Jacob. You did your job. <laughs> Finally, yes. And I didn't need a reminder in big red letters <laughs> like I, I thought. I always forget that I do the do to do until like a second into until it. And it happens, just, yeah. Yeah, until it catches you me off guard. You kind of feel yeah. provoked to do it once it yeah. Chuck, up. if you have any any oh, like wow. bullet points, like important bullet points you want to throw in the chat, man, we'd love to hear it. Because we are very Absolutely. we are very green when it comes to Calvin Ellis. Absolutely. But I'm I kind of want to read him now after doing a little bit of research. Uh I mean yes, he's gonna become important. So yeah, the movie watching challenge. For those of you who don't know, each week one of us are chosen to watch a film that we've never watched before the four other members submit a film and whether it's by a poll or a random number a film is chosen and this week jake was challenged a couple weeks ago long story short he watched Not a couple Light. just two just two, <laughs> a couple a couple is two. that's a few <laughs> um, but yes jake reviewed or watched moonlight he actually watched all four films but he's i watched this all. one i watched yes. this one i watched this one yes. well when you <laughs> have two weeks to watch it i mean it's not that uh, i watched them all in the first week Are we sure? don't even don't even <laughs> my letterbox proves it my letterbox proves but it. um so jake's gonna talk about moonlight here so uh what did you think man i'm surprised you didn't watch it because it was such an oscar darling if you well, years. so yeah let's put it this way though we were going to talk about Kubo because Kubo won, technically. Kubo won the poll, but which is the one that reason, I was going to talk about. They don't want to talk about it in front of me because I haven't seen no, it. No, no, no. It's, it's not that. It, you, you've seen Moonlight, and so the conversation will be a lot better. Yeah. I, and, I, and honestly, it's the one that I want to hear more opinions on personally. Um, Kubo is Kubo's Kubo. Like, like I... I I understand why it's one of the greatest animated well, movies. I don't of want all to time. spoil like, Kubo for Brian either. I want him to watch. Yeah, it, like so. it, and but <laughs> I, I do, I, I do want to, I, I do want to get your guys' thoughts on Moonlight. And I, I watched it. It was the first, and like you said, Jacob, it's it it won the Oscar, right? Because La La Land was announced as the winner, but it was actually Moonlight that won the Oscar. Um, they brought them up during that yes. that crazy ceremony. Um, and it's from director Barry Jenkins, uh, who is very, very popular. Uh, you may recognize his name if you're not too much in the movie world. He's actually directing the, the live action, The Lion King 2, uh, the prequel, sequel, hybrid. Um, that's supposed to tell like the Mufasa backstory, etc. Um, he's on a lot of comic book movie lists uh, for, for a lot of black characters. Um, Blade being one of them and a character that we're talking about tonight uh, also being another one. Um yeah, this this movie. So I I went in. I had saw the trade. I had seen the trailers a few years ago when the movie came out, obviously, and so I had an idea of what it was about. Right? It followed it followed one character as he kind of traveled through life, um, played by three different character, three different actors. Excuse me, um, but I didn't know like anything past that. Really, I didn't know the timeline is like how long they took with this actor or this actor, uh, and I knew that Mahershala Ali was in it. Um, I knew that. Uh, Oh my God! Why am I forgetting your name? Now we Janelle, Janelle Janelle Monae, oh. Janelle, Janelle Monae, yeah, right? Janelle Monae, um, yeah. Janelle Monae, and then I also knew that Naomi Harris was in it as well. Um, but to my surprise, I didn't realize Mahershala was only in the first sequence. Oh, um, he's barely in it, and he's, he's he only in it, it when when he's when. So look, the movie's been out for a few years, so spoiler because I have to discuss this movie with spoilers. Um, the movie starts out with a kid. He's probably in like the fourth, fifth grade, somewhere in that age, sixth grade, not too old. 
Um, they live in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. right? Um, and he, he grows up on the wrong side of the tracks, essentially, is what's happening. And the project, uh, he, yeah, and he, he befriends Mahershala Ali, uh, who is married to Janelle Monet. Uh, Mahershala is a is a leading drug dealer in the area, um, and his mom is a druggie, and he doesn't want to be home. He wants to you know, be in a better home. And he essentially goes to their house to live with them at times, eat dinner, hang out, get away from where he lives. Um, and I didn't know this cause I don't, I don't remember the trailer, but the movie then just jumps after a certain sequence happens. Um, and then there's no more Mahershala, right? That as the story says, he was killed um, years ago. And this character and Janelle Monet have uh, continued their relationship throughout the entire film. Um, and so I was shocked when that happened because I thought he was like, I thought he was like the guy in the movie yeah. essentially, um, because he's such a big name. And I know that this is one mm -hmm. one of his first movies, like where he really like, like came out as an actor, like really like popped up on the scene. Um, but I, I kind of took me a little bit to kind of, uh, like almost get over that in a way because I was like, oh man, like I thought this guy was going to be in the whole movie. I thought he was going to be out in the whole movie. But I will say, once I did like forget about it, get over it. The story is incredible. The story is an incredibly, um, it's a weird combination of, of incredibly uh, diverse, but simple at the same time, right? There's no action. There, there's no crazy scenes that are happening. It's literally just following this kid uh, as he goes through life, as he travels from Florida, ends up in Atlanta, um, goes from being this very wholesome, innocent kid to, essentially being Mahershala Ali in Atlanta, um, right. Following in his footsteps in a way. Um, yeah, I was, I was very, very happy with watching this film. I was very satisfied. Uh, again, I didn't know what to expect going in. Um, also, uh, that Netflix show, when they see us from Ava DuVernay, her lead actor is one of the teenagers in this, in this film, um, which I had no idea. Uh, I also love um, that they took a chance on uh, the um, the gay side of all this as well, because that's a hard thing to tell. That's a hard thing to tell in this type of movie when you're dealing with, you know, gangsters and the projects and like all well, of that stuff. That, that is <clears throat> majority of the story. Oh, well, so, well, he, yes, it's the majority of the story in the teen. And then it's the majority of the story, the last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, cause it doesn't come back for a while until his friend calls him after 20 plus years. Um, once we see grown up, uh, Kevin, I want to say his name is, mm -hmm. uh, I, I could be, I think it's Kevin. It is um, Kevin. and he goes to the restaurant and he sees his friend after so long and they go to back to their apartment and they kind of rekindle. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize it was just going to be literally like, it almost felt like Barry Jenkins was following these guys around with a camera as he grew up in life. Right, like it, it had, and Boyhood is a whole different story. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, like, kind of like a, a fictional Boyhood. Yeah, like Boyhood was <laughs> yeah. like literally shot over twelve years, yeah. like that, like. But this, I like this version, but it very much felt like Barry Jenkins just got a handheld camera and followed this guy through his life, and they told the story in cuts, and it was powerful. It was strong. Um, the performances were bonkers. Naomi Harris was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, I have casted her in so many characters on the casting table, and I have 
I am so happy that it's like I'm like yes, please put her in something. That mm-hmm. scene in the street, I forget what's going on, but there's a scene in the street in like near a car or something with her, and she. I was so, like, oh my good, I wanted Mah- her to win Mah- the Oscar that year. So, Mah- so Mahershala Ali, right before the right before the time jump happens, um, he's walking back to meet the guy outside of the the apartments who's dealing, and he sees her car. Yeah, and he walks right. over yeah. there and he says, "Your kids at home. Yeah, I'm not selling this to yeah. you." And she's mm-hmm. like, "You're a dealer. I'm I'm getting this to you no matter like I'm getting this no matter what. You're a yep. dealer." And she's totally drugged out, she's freaking out. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, she is. She is incredible. So good for how much Mahershala was in there. He's great. I have always loved Janelle Monae personally. I think she's incredible. And also the three actors who played Kevin. I mean, Bravo they did a great job. Like, why yeah. Why haven't we seen more of them? Why have not we have Why we haven't seen more of them? I don't know why, but uh, Moonlight Total Plus, love it. Great, great film. Yeah, hey, that man. was my challenge. <laughs> yeah, it was. I loved it when I first saw it. It's it's a really great film, especially the performances. Like I, I'll never forget. Like when I think of Naomi Harris, I think of Moonlight. Like that's the movie I think of. So, yeah, that's it's not a bad movie to get challenged to. Uh, Brian, yeah. what if if you don't mind me asking, what was it about Moonlight that you that you challenged? Was it just because you wanted me to watch it? Uh. On my scratch off poster, it was one of my scratch offs. Oh, nice! And I watched it and was like, "Oh, Jake hasn't seen it too." So now, since Got it's it. fresh in my head, I'm curious what if I can get him to watch it. What he would think, and we would both be able to actually discuss it. It's recently. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll just actually like discuss it because, I mean, my taste and your taste can sometimes be spot on and can be the complete opposite ends. So I was just kind of curious to see. So his name was Chiron. The friend was Kevin. Ah, that's right. I knew there was somebody. No, I thought the main character's name was Kevin, but it was Chiron. Uh, Oh yeah. The main characters. Kevin's the romantic interest. Yeah. Kevin. And so, um, and I want to make sure that I, I mentioned this, um, uh, Alex Hibbert played the young version of Chiron. Ashton mm-hmm. Sanders played the teenager. And then Trevante Rhodes uh, played the adult mm-hmm. version. And Trevante Rhodes, um, please put that guy in more stuff. We saw him. He's been in a few things. He was in the uh, the, the Predator remake, a few, or not the remake, but the sequel a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just just put him in more stuff in general, please. Yeah, he was really good. I'm. I was. Yeah. I thought after that movie we were going to see him more. To be honest, yeah. he was actually but, in Bird Box too. That's what it was. I knew he was in something else. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's right. Now that you mention it, well, that sounds like a winner there. I mean, and, and it's rare because especially this is like a modern. Uh, I don't want to say classic, but a modern like Oscar darling. And Jake's seen most of those, so uh, um, we finally got to pick one that Jake hasn't seen. So that was awesome. Uh, so Keith was actually challenged this week, but he is not going to be here today. Or if he is, it's not going to be till oh, later. Wait, but- okay, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. What, quickly, the other three: yes, no's, pass. What did you, we? So have? I ranked. I ranked mm. them. Um, I think someone had asked me somewhere else. Geo asked uh, on now last week, I believe. Yeah. So I I had said, and I might totally flub it i'm not sure but i put kubo number one kubo is just kubo it's that movie's pretty much perfect uh moonlight number two close second and then i put 25th hour and then kiss of the dragon if i'm not mistaken and it's 
it's solely I was curious. Because, did you like, I, I didn't care about ranking. I meant like, did you like all so four I, of them? I, I liked, I liked all of them. Um, there were moments in kiss of the dragon and 25th hour where I was slightly bored. Um, and that's why they're a little bit lower. Uh, the performances are great in 25th hour, but I wasn't totally on board with the, what, with the writing of the film and the storyboard and everything. Um, and kiss of the dragon is good for what it is, but I also thought it was very choppy, kind of cheesy in moments. And I've yeah. never really <laughs> been into those type of movies. Um, like the Kung Fu movies. Uh, I mean, look, Jet, it gently murders the movie. Like he kills it, but uh, it's just not typically. Does a movie he murder that's a lot of people? Alley. He does murder a lot of people. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked Kubo, man. I knew I, was, I couldn't believe you hadn't seen it, to be honest. So Agreed. Yeah. The, those top two, man. Good choices. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Keith actually hasn't had time to watch the movie yet. He just found out the other day what movie he's going to be watching. He's going to be watching Primal Fear, uh, which is is, old, is an older film, but it's something yeah. that I chose. It's actually my the movie that I chose that I really want him to watch. So Keith and I will do a separate video for that um, regarding Primal Fear. So look out for that on the YouTube channel as well. Before we get to talking this uh, Venom trailer, Brian has something to share with you guys. Yeah, so uh, every Friday we do a little, a little bit of Star Wars, and that is the Fandalorian Club um, with our awesome Fandalorian logo. Um, it is four o'clock Pacific time, and yeah, if you want to talk a little Bad Batch, uh, that is where we talk uh, Bad Batch. And thankfully, Disney Plus, we were like, oh no, they're gonna have Marvel Loki the same day and Fandalorian like no we got you guys so we'll you'll see uh Loki on Wednesdays uh, but for now yeah come uh come enjoy some bad batch with us third episode is uh on Friday and we will be breaking it down at four o'clock Pacific yes sir Awesome. So it's Tuesday. We don't got a lot of news, but trailers are technically news, kind of. So it's Tuesday news day. So Jake, what trailer are we going to be discussing today? Well, there's only one major trailer that came out this week, <laughs> and it is lit discussion on fire. Um, Jacob was able to do a, a reaction with Geo to Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, the brand new trailer for Venom 2 came out. Uh, Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, directed by Andy Serkis. Check out the reaction on the channel, guys. It's posted as the uh, highlight video. I don't know what it's technically called, but uh, let's expand on this conversation. Plus, Brian and I have not been able to give our thoughts. Yes, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. Jacob, I do want you to start to kind of re reiterate yeah. and maybe something has changed since you have seen the trailer maybe once, twice, three times. Uh, what did you think of this new trailer, man? So, yeah, so we did the reaction super early for me, you know, uh, not wouldn't be early for Jake. I I'm just not a morning person, but I was ready to go and wake up to this Venom trailer. And I'm excited for this movie. I didn't love the first one. I liked it. But I we all said they can build on a sequel. They can build on this and make a great sequel. Right. So we go into this and my main problems with Venom were just the silly, outrageous stuff that they did. This trailer starts with a silly, outrageous scene. Uh, so it kind of like puts a bad taste in your mouth when you if it opens the trailer with that that kitchen scene and i'm sure we'll talk about it 
But other than the kitchen scene, and I get a lot of people are crapping on this trailer. Other than the kitchen scene, I didn't mind everything else that we saw. We just didn't see much. It was just kind of like long shots of like hallways, Woody Harrelson talking, and then we get to see Carnage, which was cool. But I don't feel like this trailer, at least for me, like I'm already going to I'm going to watch this movie because it's going to be a hot topic comic book film. Right. But if I wasn't already going to go watch it, it didn't change me from somebody who wasn't going to see it to going to go see it. It feels very much like the first movie with Carnage being the villain. So I kind of feel still feel the same way right now. Brian. Uh, So I woke up and went, ooh, trailer. Uh, Literally still in bed, put it on my phone, watched it and went, Mm. and went back to sleep like i i will say this the every time i watch it the more and more i'm like the needle goes from like one to two to like on a scale of one to a hundred though um did i (laughs) Did I love it? No. I I definitely did not love it. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on other than, like, hey, look, there's Carnage. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally all I got out of it. Um, and, yeah, he does sound exactly like Cookie I Monster. I swear the same person who does Cookie Monster's voice is doing the, <laughs> the voice. Uh, I swear. And it, like I get, I know Venom's like thing is like to eat people and stuff. Like I'm, yeah, that part was pretty good. That did make me laugh when he goes, uh, "What?" Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just like, I, I I don't know, I I don't know. I part of me just goes like, this is Andy Circus doing this like i i just (laughs) jake uh i just i don't know i i think i put andy circus in this like oh he's gonna wow me and then i saw it and i went this is the same venom movie i will say that this was probably one of the best moments of the trailer i get it like yeah that, that was okay with me that was okay. But I am wondering, like, <laughs> I didn't see the ketchup bottle explode and it was pointed down. How did it shoot out at him? That's how my head works. I was like, wait a second. Well, like, if if it goes down, it just hits the thing. and back Well, it looked like the whole thing just splattered on him. But that's neither here nor there. Um, guys, I, I, I know some information about this movie. Yeah. I know some hard, hard-hitting information about this movie. Uh, I have two facts. One, it's going to make a buttload of money at the box office. Two, it's going to absolutely suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be one. It's absolutely going to be. Look, look, and Brian hit it or, or he teased it at least. I am blown away that this is from Andy Circus. I, it, it, like when Venom 2 was announced, it's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I didn't care for the first. I was actually very disappointed in the first movie because I know what the character of Venom can be. 
I thought it just wasn't, it didn't live up to its potential, partly because of the director they had involved. They went a different direction. They got someone who can really tell a story. All right, we saw him do Mowgli. It was dark. It was different. It had this well, I was edge ask to it. You, how, did you like Mowgli and Breathe? Like, I I liked I liked Breathe. I very much okay. liked Breathe. And um, I had some issues with Mowgli, but for the most part, I really did enjoy Mowgli. Uh, okay. I liked his different take. It was a very dark movie, um, and I was hoping that that would have transitioned into this film. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately for me, what I see when I look at this, I see, okay, Andy Serkis is directing this. There's a studio behind this who is very well known for chopping properties in half, plus not letting directors fully commit to their vision and letting them stick to the script. Let's keep this in mind. The script is written by the 50 Shades of Grey uh, screenwriter. That is not good. <laughs> You've been harping that for a while. That is not good. And if you're not going to let Andy Serkis, and look, he may have very, he very well could have been like, hey, I love the script. I'm going to do the script. Most of the time, someone reads a script and they're like, I love this. I'm going to expand on it. I love this. I'm going to expand on it. It doesn't look like anyone was expanded on. It literally looks like the first movie, but Carnage is the villain now. Yep. It's the same exact thing, except it's gone from a, a tech giant in Riz Ahmed to a serial killer in Woody Harrelson. Like that doesn't excite me. It doesn't excite me at all. Like it literally like point A to B to Z, whatever. It looks like the first Venom. And if that's what Sony wants, fine. It's going to make them a crap ton of money. Cool. This character is going to die out at some point because these movies are going to be terrible. And they're going to get a couple laughs, right? The audience score is probably going to be a little high, but it's going to be absolutely shafted when it comes out. And it sucks because the Venom character is so effing cool. It's, it, uh, oh, uh, I, I disagree with you in the sense of that it's going to die out. You know what's going to keep this alive? Teenagers. Teen young teenagers that find... You teenagers, go back to school. Well, that's probably what why the first one succeeded, right? And I was, I said this in the trailer reaction that like the reason why the silly, goofy scenes, like I mentioned that was it like lobsters in the fish tank thing in the yeah, first movie, yeah. like that kind of stuff. The reason why they're continue that stuff in this movie, it looks like, is because it worked for them. It made over eight hundred million dollars. They think this formula worked. Well, they got to pay attention to what people are actually saying. That yeah, it was cool. We liked the connection between venom and eddie brock right that was like the, the best part of the first movie they can build on that but you got to do something different he's in the same apartment building going down to the same liquor store walking around the same streets venom carnage is the villain cool but it's you got to put your character in a different environment and do something different and it just yeah. seems very similar here's what this is <clears throat> this is sony's pg-13 deadpool that's what this is. They suck at doing Deadpool. <laughs> so it's that's that's literally what it is. Was the it's, first one rated R or PG thirteen? It was PG thirteen. Was it? I thought it was. I'm R. pretty sure. Okay. Um, um, let me. I'll double check on that. But let me see. But yeah, I mean, it's it. That's what it is. It's PG thirteen. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. And I'm assuming that this one's going to be PG thirteen too because box office. That's that that is 
Sean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is amazing. Dude, Sean, you get me, man. You get me. Hey, Sean, Sean oh, could easily wow. do that. He lives like seven houses down from me. So, yeah, do it, bro. I would happily sit on my porch like Clint Eastwood and Grand Trino and just yell at kids. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, man, I take my movies serious, especially my movie characters. And if they're going to flub a movie, uh, a character like Venom, like at least flub it right. Like at least flub it right. The well, trailer looked terrible. So obviously, with Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, like they're, they were on the right track to, you know. Yeah. As far as well, handling these properties, well, well, they were on the right track animated wise. Live action, they've always effed up. Like they've uh, always. Sony lets the people that are doing the animated stuff do what the whatever they want, and that's why they're so they're animated is successful so, because so that Mitchell's versus the is amazing. Whatever, that's a Sony. It's I, it mean, is, I watched it this morning. It is it's, amazing. Well, that's also Phil Lord yeah. and Chris Miller, though, doing both, of, like producing both of those. So, yeah. so here's, here's what they're letting them do it. Yeah, exactly. Here's what happened to Sony. Um, yes, uh, Brian, I thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Well, <laughs> thank you. Um, and we're going to bring Keith on in just a second. So, Keith, you're back to see you, bro. But let me let me get this comment out real quick. Um, Sony did something very long time ago. They go, oh, man, Sam Raimi kicked ass with Spider-Man. Like, bravo, sir. Bravo. Why, why don't you do a sequel? He crushed it with the sequel, right? He wasn't beating the original. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Oh man, we we can we can get something out of this. Let's f up the third movie. And ever since then, they haven't done anything right. Well, they, no, they haven't done anything right not, since like '06, and it's terrible. It's not it that sucks. they. It's not that they effed it up. They intervened and said, "Put Venom in this." They effed up. Yeah, they that they're effing it up. That's what I mean. They're getting too many hands in the kitchen, too many hands in one pot, and they're like. Yeah, Sam Raimi, you did okay with the first two. This is what we want you to do, even though your movie's well, the best comic movie at that forth. time. Like, I think Amazing Spider-Man 1 is not a bad movie at all to me. It's it's actually a good movie. But then the second I, well, one is I agree, terrible. I agree. Second but, one's terrible. But, I, but here's the issue. They did the same exact yeah, thing. Exactly. They let Mark Webb do his thing with The mm -hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, and then they were like, oh, you actually did okay. They now basically we're gonna get involved. Spider Man Two and went like, let's do what we did with Spider Man Three again. Right, well, I, I, exactly I what they did is they went, cool. Get ready for the Sinister Stick Six. It's so stupid. I I got I got to bring him in because I want his thoughts. Uh, Keith, I, I'm I'm dying for him to like go off well, or, or maybe even say that he loved the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. Let's yeah, bring him in. Don't. Keith Barnes, what's up, man? I haven't watched the trailer because I don't care about this nonsense. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but you didn't you hate the first Venom? No, I didn't hate it at all. Oh, okay, okay. I I surprisingly didn't hate it, but uh, I didn't want to see it. <laughs> I wasn't going to see it. Uh, Jake was like, "We got to talk about it on the channel." So I was like, "All right, fine." Don't don't uh, put me under the bus. <laughs> I don't know. It was completely you, 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 because I was not going to go see Venom. I was Wait, so, all right. Let's back up here. Why doesn't a Venom appear to you? What if it's just like you watch the trailer and it looks like the next op, op, best picture winner? Like you still have no interest? Like what? Why doesn't the Venom character attract you? No, 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 no. Stop the Venom <laughs> character. I love the Venom character. I don't care about a Venom movie, first of all. And so. Okay. I uh, th that's not without Spider Man because 
literally the point of Venom is that he hates Spider-Man. I understand it's a comic, it's a comics, movies, I get whatever. But um, uh, yeah, because what what Sony, everything, Jake, you're you're spot on. I'm sitting here going, yep, yes. Um, and Chuck, you hit it right on the head. You said the comment right before uh, I came on here. Avi Arad is a noted Spider-Man ruiner. Everything bad in all the Spider-Man movies is literally because of him. Uh, and so if if he was involved, Spider-Man would not be in the MCU right now. And Tom Holland would be Spider-Man. Everything we've seen, cool stuff from Spider-Man and Infinity War, we wouldn't have gotten it. Um, and so, yeah, but it seems like all that nonsense that they probably want to do with Spider-Man, they're doing it with Venom. And so I'll get around to this trailer whenever. <laughs> but actually, you know uh, what, Keith, I, I want to check on top of challenging you this week on the movie watching challenge. I want to okay. challenge you to not watch a single thing for Venom 2 and then watch the movie when it comes out. No Jesus problem. Christ, yes. Oh, God. I was going to say, <laughs> not until September. I, I, want, I want you to go in absolutely blank, and I want your thoughts on the movie. He's going to go in with the most, like, neutral expectation <laughs> Yes, <ever>. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I did with the first one. Honestly, that's what I did with the first one. I was like, well, it is Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. He's one of my favorite guys. So I was like, eh, you know what? We'll see. It might not be all right. I, you know, I, I didn't hate the first one at all. I thought it was fine. I don't think it's good, but uh, I, I didn't hate it. Uh, so this one, I, I I did hate that post credit scene. I absolutely was like, ugh. So that's honestly. Do you guys I, agree that Woody Harrelson looks a lot better in this than he did in the post credit scene? Yeah. Yeah, his hair's his not hair's, all fluffy. Yeah, they, they just they, looks normal. They got rid of his hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, uh, that's what you want. I saw the hair and I went, oh. You want to know something else that's scary if you don't like uh, Avi, or however you say his last name? Uh, he's in charge of uh, the Uncharted movie and Borderlands. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not worried. Oh, that's oh, see, Borderlands could be good too. That's interesting. Uh, Borderlands I, could I, be so dope. It could be I, so dope. I'm the biggest Uncharted fan in the world. I don't, I have very low expectations for that movie. I don't. <laughs> I don't love what they're doing, but we'll see. You know, uh, but yeah, no, I haven't watched the trailer, so I don't know what you guys are talking about at all. I don't know. I'm not interested in it. Can we t- just have him watch the first scene of the trailer and pause it and then stop? Stop God. there. <laughs> so you, can we, do you want to do that right now? We can do that right now. Wherever. <laughs> okay, sure. Oh, let's, let's just. Uh, I'm gonna bring up just the first scene of the. I, ha- I literally have it okay. right here, Jake. Now right? Keith is gonna have the lowest okay. expectations. Brian, <laughs> Brian, you go ahead and share it. Just the first scene. Make sure you share audio. Just the first scene, and let's let's see Keith's reaction. I'll give you the first scene, and then you you get to watch nothing else after that. <laughs> oh my god, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is torture, everybody. Yes. This is torture. <laughs> No, it'll set his expectations too high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on if some people like the tone of that, I, I don't blame you. Like that's good for you, but yeah, like, just yeah, Rachel. He lasted all of like thirty Stop seconds. Stop it, Rachel. Stop it, Rachel. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, Brian, you ready? Quiet. Yeah, we have to be quiet for Keith's okay. lag. Okay. Turn it up all the way. I say either, you guys say either, I say neither, and I say neither, neither, either. 
Let's call the whole thing off. Ta-da. Catch up. Excuse me. Yummy. <laughs> now Keith right. wants to watch the rest of the trailer. That's about right. <laughs> so you that's know what he sounds Monster like? Was, that's why Cookie Monster was trending on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. Uh, Brian, uh, he sounds like um, he sounds like the voice of uh, Murder Trivia, Murder Trivia Party. Oh my god, he <laughs> a little bit. Died. He sounds exactly like Murder but Trivia Party mixed in with Cookie Monster. I I yes. watch my niece a lot, and we watch a lot of Cookie Monster. He sounds just like him. Though, yeah, yeah. You so scared me. Just there. I based you on that, alone. Really oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> So just that alone, it's just like studios have been ever since 2016 taking the wrong (laughs) lessons. (laughs) Agree. They've been taking the wrong lessons uh, from Deadpool, and so like they're trying to make every everybody's trying to make some character into Deadpool, and this Venom is like there are times, yeah, I'm sure there's versions of him that are funny. Um, Sometimes he can be, but. I don't know. It's a much more interesting, compelling character than what they're doing there. So, you know. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's very bad. So, Do you guys remember uh, in the first movie when uh, Venom and Eddie are talking to each other and they – I forget the exact dialogue, but they're, Venom's basically like, you're like me. Like, we're both like lo- – I forget what he says. We're both they, like – outcasts yeah basically see that stuff is what they need to focus on and i hope we get back to that some of that in this movie i like that stuff that was the best part of the first one to me was their back and forth relationship because that's the difference between this and deadpool is like there's a human and a this entity this creature and they're interacting but i i will say i like tom hardy's face when he's like he looks annoyed (laughs) He looks he's like us watching it. Yeah, he's exactly. Us. He's us. Uh, oh, don't even. You were the one. I went and watched your video. Please, Leo, let's go over to Fanny Manad and, and see what he this guy really has to say. So, and that's the thing. Yeah, I was Joker. the optimistic one on the trailer reaction. Joker. Too. I went. Joker. I watched. I watched the reaction and went. Okay, they both didn't poop on it. And then I went over to Geo's and went. All right, he's pooping on this thing. So I don't want to hear it. I don't yeah. want to hear it. All right, let's just move on from this crap fest. Yeah. Let's get to some good stuff. I guess I'll be the only one watching it in theaters, and I'll just do the review by myself and tell you guys what it was like. Is that you guys cool with that? <laughs> Sounds good. That's fair. That's you guys, I don't want to put you guys through the trauma of watching it. Um, before we get to our Calvin Ellis Superman casting, we want to tell you guys a little bit about our watch long that we're going to do later this month, and I'll hand it to Jake for that. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> as each month, we do a watch along at the last show of every month, and that is two weeks away, two weeks away from tonight. Uh, May 25th will be the date that we're doing our watch along, and we have our movie selections, everybody. We have our movie selections. We're going to be revealing them right here. There will be a poll that goes up tomorrow morning um, for everyone to vote on which movie we'll be, we will be watching. We'll be discussing and finalizing that film next week on uh, on the show, and so I'm going to let the crew... Um, kind of like lead into their film to maybe talk about why they chose it and I'll reveal it. I'm going to start with Gio because he is not here. Um, and he was selected with the streaming service Hulu. 
Um, and he went with a really, really cool movie, a movie that's very near and dear to my heart and a movie that kicked off an action franchise like no other for a second time. And that is Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, the Brad Bird film that kickstarted the new Mission Impossible version that we have today. Um, First time we got Jeremy Renner, we got Paul Patton, we got Simon Pegg back from Mission 3. Um, And again, directed by the Incredibles director, uh, Brad Bird, um, a movie that was technically supposed to kick Tom Cruise out of the franchise, but then it did so well that he's been around for six more. So... Uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol on Hulu. That is one of the choices. Keith, go ahead. Well, slightly disagree, though. I'll say that Mission Impossible 3 is what kicked off the change. Uh, of I, so I, I very much enjoy Mission Impossible 3. Um, I'm saying the new version of like, because it was, it was six years between movies and they took a chance on making it. Um, and it just kind of like now there's like movies every other year. Is what I'm I think saying. this is the one that took it to sure. another level, like made it a yeah. huge big blockbuster well, franchise. As, as well, far as Jeremy the- Renner gonna take over, he was supposed to, but it did so well that Tom Cruise like, yeah, I'm gonna stay on. Right. Yeah. Same. It was the same thing with the Bourne franchise. Like he was supposed to take yeah. over that. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Which that, I think that movie's pretty good. But yeah, it's a good choice. I love that movie very much. Ghost Protocol might be my favorite. I love all all three of the last three ones are really great. But they I, just I, keep getting I, better to me. Fallout all day. Yeah. Fallout. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's that's one of your choices. Jacob, I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, go next, sir. Name the service you got and the movie you picked. Yeah. So I was given Prime Video, which the movie selection could be up and down depending on the month that you're choosing Prime Video. Um, and so I settled on, well, not settled on, but I chose The Terminator. The original film, The Terminator, oh, and I love oh, this pick so much. One I love of my this criteria pick. is like I want to choose a movie oh. where we could have a fun time watching and discussing it. Obviously, this is a classic film, and it's not too long. I don't want to. I don't want a two and a half hour long. Uh, he doesn't want to hang out with anyone. <laughs> watch log. Uh, so this is about a about an hour and fifty minutes. So it's and look, it's a classic. I, it's this one to me feels. You didn't want a, a really two-hour watch-along, so you picked one that was 10 <laughs> minutes shorter than a two-hour watch-along? No, uh, this movie really does feel like a horror movie compared to the movie. other Absolutely, films. absolutely. And it feels like just another like Michael Myers slasher film, but a different type of, of one. So uh, I, I chose Terminator. Can't go wrong with it. So there's my choice. I love this. I, honestly, I love all the choices, but um, I love yeah. this choice specifically. Great. I want uh, Keith. to win. Keith, so I, will, I don't know the other two. Uh, well, you wait till you see the next I know. three. Jacob. I don't know. Wait till you see the next three. three. Uh, Keith, I'll let you go next, man. What do you got? Thank you. Uh, the Terminator is one of my favorite movies of all time. It absolutely holds up. So that's a that's a tough one because I love that movie, but I love mine as well. So I had HBO Max. Uh, I did this uh, a few months ago. Um, I don't remember how the vote was, but I know it's it may not win, but it's a movie that people do love. The people that have seen it have loved it. Should win. Should win. I wish. I wish. It's one of my favorite comedies ever. Um, if you haven't seen it, if we don't get to watch it here, do yourself a favor and watch it. It, it kicks off the Cornetto trilogy from the great uh, director. I'm blanking on his name because Edgar Wright. Oh my gosh, Edgar Wright. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is my pick. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this. Awesome. Oh, wait, no, Brian, you haven't oh, seen it. I yeah, thought Shaun of the Dead kicked it off. This came out first. This oh, was Shaun of the Dead first? 
Yeah, I thought the Hot Fuzz. No, was no, yeah. Hot, Hot Fuzz came out first. Hot Fuzz yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, then World's End. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I don't think I've seen movie, this movie. It's so Hot Fuzz quotable. is so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Uh, Wait, Shaun actually, no. Shaun of the Dead came out first. I just looked it up. Did it really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. It did. Oh, I, I love it. Why? Wow. Even I knew that. Hot Fuzz. I, I love Hot Fuzz. Fuzz is amazing. Hot Fuzz is my favorite one of the Cornetto trilogy. Absolutely. I, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm a Shaun of the Dead guy so much. I like Shaun of the Dead but <laughs> I love so that, yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Hot Fuzz is so good. I kind of, I, I just, that movie, man. Anyway, we're talking about Hot Fuzz. We're talking about Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot yeah. Fuzz. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of want to watch that, to be honest. But uh, no, Hot Fuzz <laughs> is great. Nick uh, Nick Frost is hilarious in this movie. Simon Pegg plays the greatest cop of all time. <laughs> He's, it's, I, I can't even begin to describe how he is in this movie, but yeah. I, so hopefully it's picked. If not, I say, if you haven't seen it, absolutely watch it. Jay, get your stuff together. What happened there, man? <laughs> My camera just totally went Turn off autofocus. <laughs> what is the it? the hell? <laughs> Hey, hey, do we just need your audio, my, Jake? That's all. My my cine, <laughs> cinematography teacher always said autofocus is the devil. Is he? No? Are you? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> hey, but great choice, Keith. I, oh, there you like, go. There I you haven't go. watched it. There you go. I haven't watched Hot Fuzz in like over five years. And I, oh, yeah. Because okay. yeah, even man. if we don't watch it, I'm going to watch it soon. Hey, right. so this might be the month of Simon Pegg because that's two of three movies have Simon Pegg in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, Brian, you're up next. What service and what movie? Uh, I had Disney Plus, and I was going back and forth between two. Uh, I was going back and forth between uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, um, but I actually... Uh, you went with the better choice? Yeah, I figured. I figured you would enjoy it a lot more. Um, and I picked uh, the Nicolas Cage classic, <laughs> National Treasure. And uh, so, yeah, that is what I picked uh, for our potential watch along. Star Drew, I have seen Terminator, luckily. I've actually seen all the Terminators. Uh, no, that's not true. I haven't seen Genesis. Um, but, yeah, so I picked National Treasure because that – that, that movie's just a fun time. Oh, it's so much better than just a fun time. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. No, well, I mean, yeah, uh, it's I a mean, great movie. But I'm just saying it's, it's a fun Keith, it's a fun movie. Keith, Keith, come on, Keith. Keith? I, I, I just said This is I one said, of those it's we watched good. when we were 14 and Keith watched when he was 20. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we we love these movies. Yeah, yeah. I love the National Treasure <laughs> movies. I wouldn't say it's a better choice than X-Men Days of Future Past, but I love National Treasure one and two, so I'm down for this if it wins. Never yeah, seen it. And, I've never seen it. Oh, I, 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 Book of Secrets. I personally really enjoy. Uh, I know a lot of people mm -hmm. probably prefer the first. I prefer the first. Over I prefer the, second, the first, but, but I like the second I, one. I like them both, and I'm so bummed they never did the sequel. They're doing a series on Disney Plus, which is going to be awesome yeah. with but, Nicolas Cage. Uh, what? Not, I don't think with Nicolas Cage. I think it's a, a new, series. a new story. I yeah, mean, they're doing it. They're doing a Disney that? Plus series. I yeah, mean, I love high stuff, and this is like we don't ha have a lot of like stuff like this. So I'm down for Facts. it. Facts. I love to I, rage with the cage. Oh yeah. Facts. I still need to watch um, Willy's Wonderland. I haven't seen it. But um, I, still, I still need to watch Gone in six oh, yeah, seconds. Right. Oh, yes, Brian, you do. Just Jesus, Jesus, Brian. Um, I put that I'm on one of your challenges. I can't believe that didn't win. 
<laughs> uh, Rachel made a good point in here. We have um, one major action film oh. in Mission Impossible. We have one horror film in The Terminator. We have one comedy <laughs> in Hot Fuzz. And we have one adventure film in National Treasure. And that leaves the fifth spot, which is a totally separate genre. Oh. And it's the movie that better win this watch along, everybody, or else I'm going to lose it. Is I'm going to lose movie? it. It is my movie. Of course, he's got Netflix. I got Netflix. And um, it's hard to pick from Netflix because their library is so, so vast, right? And I was thinking about going with like a Netflix original, like The Old Guard or Extraction. But this movie came across my screen. I just said, this movie's perfect. I've loved it since I was a kid. It's the story of what a heart, uh, uh, a team's heart can do for one country. And that is the great miracle. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Wow. Why? Wait, Come why on. is this on? I mean, I know the real reason why, because of rights issues. But why is it on Netflix and not on Disney Plus? Because of rights issues, Jacob. Yeah, exactly. What? You yeah. have to wait until the time is up. How are you not going to go with a movie that's all about the human spirit persevering up against a country that you hate? Come on, everybody. Oh, there are people watching this in Russia that you are not happy we just lost talking about the 1980s Russian when we were in the war come on <laughs> goodness i've been to um, that and they're bad yeah, guys again yeah i know uh yeah so, so says the call of duty game. do you believe in miracles <laughs> um i've been to that stadium and stayed in that city lake placid lake placid yeah uh facts yeah. chuck um i was leaving up to brian to pick mighty ducks this month but he didn't pick it so i went with miracle wait Oh, I should have, because I've never seen Mighty Ducks. Okay, he's 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 out of here. The rest of the wow. show, um, he's gone. Jake, you he's know what gone. I've never seen? <laughs> You've never seen Miracle? I've never seen Miracle. Oh my! Okay. Which wow. he's no longer hosting. He's no <laughs> Yay, longer. Hey, I'm back. He's... <laughs> Look, I knew this, but I just reminded. I was just reminded. Gavin O'Connor directed it. Yes, dude. I yeah. love yes. Gavin O'Connor films. Kurt Russell. He's a great director. Come on. Wyatt's in it, right? Isn't Wyatt in it as well? No, Wyatt's not in it. Wyatt's not in it. Uh, he one? might be his kid. He actually might be playing his kid. I Hold thought on. he was. You might have not have known because he's probably so young. Yeah, it was <laughs> back in 01. So that it was it was 20 years ago. Let me let me look. Hold might on, dude. Be, I don't know for sure, but he might man, be. Man, I I need to watch because Gavin O'Connor, man, he directed Warrior. He directed The Accountant. Mm -hmm. He directed The Way Back. Yeah, he did. He's a great director. Right. No, yeah. he's not in. He, he might not have been in it. I don't know. Okay. He's in a hockey movie, though. I, I can't remember what it is. Um, he was I think in this oh, movie, it's, apparently, apparently it's oh, on it's both, Goon. But, it's but Goon. The, Goon. Oh, yeah, he's, he's in Goon. Yeah. He's in Goon. Yes. And Goon's yeah, yeah. amazing. So Goon this would be the amazing. first time we do a watch along where I haven't seen it, other than uh, so a movie yeah, that we all have. Lady, lady, ladies and gentlemen, that means that Jacob is giving you Good his list. full permission <laughs> to vote for Miracle for this month's. Yeah, I'm, am I going to cry, Jake? No. Well, you might oh. te uh, cry tears, tears of, of joy, joy because it's so oh, okay. it's so effing amazing. He's, you're going to cry tears for America. That's what Jake. The said. H They're going to the be red, white, blue tears. There's an HBO documentary about this. That's incredible. I've seen it. I got I've seen it. It's so I've, good. I've, whoa, I've I've seen it. <laughs> I just got switched around there. <laughs> Jacob, so it's this brutal. is this is on the level. This is on the level of emotions you'll get from something like Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I've heard I've heard it's great. Nothing but good less, things. So less excited. dying though. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that part is gut wrenching in Remember the Titans. See, Chuck's finally on my side. He can't disagree. It's about the human spirit fighting for your country. Come on. Come on. <sighs> now I'm kind of bummed I didn't pick the Mighty Ducks. Because then I <laughs> could have watched too. then I could have watched it and maybe watched this show because apparently it's okay. Uh, it's better than okay. Mighty Ducks Game Changers is life. It's life. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could live without two hockey movies for one month. All right. <laughs> uh, Jacob, excuse me. Sure. Uh, There's so me. many. Okay. I, go Sharks. I'm not, go Sharks. Uh, yeah. Oh, good for you. Here, here uh, we go. I, they're go so. No. No one. Keith, might. just go away. Just go away. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> he's gonna go put on his his cap. He's gonna go uh, put on something capitalist. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent. I was just thinking, there's so many. Oh, oh there, we there we While go. While he's wearing a national shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> God, I was just thinking, there's so many uh, uh, Disney sports movies that I have not seen, dude. So many. Dude. We got to like, yes. Let's see. Uh, Angels in the outfield I've never seen. Okay, uh, before this gets too excessive, let's move on to our next topic because this is I just becoming Angels heartbreaking. This is becoming heartbreaking. <laughs> what was that one with John Hamm like five, six years ago? Was uh, that a good movie? Million dollar arm. It was, million dollar it was arm. a great arm. Or great, Very great. <laughs> it was a great arm. It was a great arm. <laughs> there was a great arm in that movie. It was a great you. arm. Uh, oh, it. man. Okay, so let's run down the choices again and then okay. tell them when the poll's going right, to be real up. real quick. Uh, Brian's choice for Disney Plus was National Trailer, Treasure, goodness. Uh, Keith's pick <laughs> for HBO Max was Hot Fuzz. Jacob's pick for Prime Video was The Terminator. Um, Gio's pick for Hulu was Mission Impossible Gross Protocol. And my pick for Netflix was The Great Miracle. Awesome. Can I just really quickly? It's funny. I don't know why. I grew up playing baseball and soccer, but there's so many baseball movies that I have not seen. Major League, haven't seen it. Field of Dreams, haven't haven't seen Field of Dreams. Uh, I could probably name off three. Three. Brian, let me here. There we go. The Natural. No. 61. Wait, what's the? I watched one just, at your, just like, oh. yes or no, yes or no. I think it was 61. Durham I watched so, no. 61. Bull Durham, that I watched. That Trouble so with the Curve, Bull Durham, so boring. Oh, <laughs> okay. Can, can we move on, please? Can we please move on? Can we please <laughs> Wait, move that, on? The other one that I have, the other one that I, I have, the League of Their Own. No, I'm still waiting on that's that. That's the one. that's the greatest of all yeah. time. That's my favorite uh, sports movie ever. And the oh, other can one we, can, that we, I, please, can we please move on? Can the other one that I get crap for is, uh, which I don't know if it's good or not, but Rookie of the Year. Yes, oh, it is good. I, yes, I was going to say. Henry Rowan Gardner, baby. Rookie of the Year, not to be confused with The Rookie. Yeah. Uh, that one I've seen. I love The Rookie. The Rookie's a good one. The Rookie. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. I heart you. All right, awesome. Jacob, well, yeah, let's man. get to this or before we get oh no that's it we're ready for the calvin ellis superman fan casting the <laughs> casting table live on apocalypse now this is only the second time we've done this i believe but it's super fun doing it live with the people in the chat 
So basically how this the casting table works, we choose a character that could possibly be coming to the big or small screen soon. And then we get to choose uh, our favorite actors or actresses and apply them to that character. They might be playing this character. And then, yeah, we might discuss how what type of movie we might want to see them in. And we'll, we're going to give our first choice first is how we do it. That way, nobody's first choice gets stolen. And then we'll give our second choice and maybe some honorable mentions. Now, I will say I did a little bit of research on him. So it's hard to cast a character when you don't really know them that well. But that being said, from what I'm I've read, blind. I'm going yeah, blind from what I've read and what what I've seen like online, I have a pretty good idea of who I want uh, to play. And, and real, real quick, I do want to throw this up because this is from Chuck. Um, there are two current black Superman from DC, Calvin Ellis uh, slash President Superman of Earth-23 and Val Zod of Earth-2 in the new 52 continuity after the original Clark of E2 died. Um, and so, Chuck, if you want to get a little bit more info in there, we'd love to hear it. And as Dom says, Brian, let me be your sports movie. <laughs> You'll be my greatest challenge. Dom, you are 100% correct. Uh, happy belated birthday, Dom. Happy oh, belated happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday man. Uh, he had a birthday over the weekend. So, um, yes, Jacob, it's all up to you to shoot around the table. And who goes first, man? Awesome. Well, I think I will go to – Can I, before I say anything, because I highly doubt we're going to use them. But Jake literally made the image, and I went, well, fuck, there goes my picks. <laughs> those so those, those the, two were like the thumbnail. The thumbnail is John David Washington and Michael B. Jordan. So uh, those are probably the two top picks. I was considering so, John uh, David Washington, but I took him out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to – I didn't think about it. I was going to put in a mandate to say no Michael B. Jordan at all. For, yeah, yeah I – I don't well, think we should when pick I, him, but when I typed in Calvin Ellis, all I saw was Michael B. Jordan stuff, yeah. like fan art and yeah. things, which is crazy. But uh, I'm so scared my first choice is going to get taken, but I'm not going to go first. All right, I'll go to Brian. I have, a, I have a, I have a feeling I know who it is, and he, and if it's correct, mm. it's my runner-up. Um, Jacob, go first. I, yeah, you're going to go first, but I have a feeling I know who it is, Jacob. I'm not afraid. Well, that you're I was going to give Brian. it to Brian, but. I can go first. You're not going to no, go mine. first. I can go, go, first. Okay. go first. Well, I'm very scared mine's going to get taken. And I like, I want this guy to be the guy if it is. So if you guys haven't heard of him, I'll tell you where what he's in. But my number one choice for this role is Aldous Hodge. And he is from The Invisible Man. He played uh, her best friend where she was staying with her in the movie. He's been in a bunch of other things. But ever since I saw that movie, I was like, this guy, he's going to be a star on the rise and I really like him a lot. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, so he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a very long time. Nice, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you knew this. He's playing Hawkman in Black Adam. Is he? Okay. Oh, okay. that guy. Yeah. So He's playing I think, Hawkman. I think we've had we've done this before. Where and we've, it, look, it's very yeah. possible. Like, it is possible. Yeah. But well, uh, who, he, maybe Hawkman is a very small role and he dies in the movie. Who knows? Yeah, and then, very and this is also supposed to be supposedly not in the DCEU, right? This as, as like, we're Who assuming. Knows? <laughs> Honestly, dude. Yeah. We don't know at this point. Yeah. So, uh, I, well, I'm assuming that they're doing this movie like they did Joker, where it's just its own, or they're like they're doing the Batman, like it's. Its I think own it's. Thing I think it's gonna. DCU. It's gonna take place on Calvin Ellis's Earth. Yeah, like that's it does possible in the too, movies. and it's all. I mean, technically, they're all in the multiverse, right? So, so that could be the same thing. But I'm sticking yeah. with Aldous Hodge because here's the thing for me is 
So I love, I've never read a Calvin Ellis comic book, but I love the idea of the president of the United States also being Superman. I love that. And so I wanted, I, I like Aldous Hodge because he can play, I feel like he can play that type of role where he's, you know, this presentable, well-spoken guy who, who's president, but then he's also got to, you know, turn around and go save the world. So, and the thing for me is, we always say it's hard to make a Superman movie because what do you do with the character? Like, what do you do outside of the action that makes it compelling? And then what? how crazy is that where you have the president of the United States and he's, he's got to deal with that and being Superman? So I just think that was pretty cool. And I also read that Brainiac is like his right-hand man on this earth. And that's just crazy to me. So uh, I'm going to go with Aldous Hodge mainly because I loved him so much in The Invisible Man. I like it. I mean, I, I love Aldous Hodge. I think he's great. I think he's very underrated. You're right. He was fantastic in The Invisible Man. He was always great on um, on Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. He actually played the grandson of one of the Howling Commandos in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, nice. Um, and he had a really cool arc on that show. But yeah, I've, I've always thought he's deserved more. And this would definitely be a big, giant role uh, if he were able to get that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I know I, I didn't think about that he's playing Hawkman and Black Adam. Uh, and like we said, that could not affect it at all. Or maybe he's out of the running because of that. But as of right now, like we hadn't, we haven't seen him on screen as Hawkman it's, yet. It's a fan cast. You can do oh, whatever he's you my want. Choice. Yeah, you yeah, can do yeah. whatever you want. It's a fan cast. All righty. Let's go to Keith for your choice, man. Your first number one choice. Okay. Uh, before I do, I, I do have a question though. I don't know if something's changed today in the last couple of days, but didn't they say that this was going to be Clark Kent and to be a 20th century period piece? We don't. Who freaking knows? I, on it, honestly, Keith, I haven't seen anything that says that. He's actually um, right. They oh, is he? That. Okay. Well, I haven't. I haven't been paying attention to too much movie news, but we're just we're casting the character of Calvin Ellis. Um, yeah, that's fine. And and if if it were to ever happen, that's fine. so. Oh, okay. there you go. Even a better point, Jacob. There you go. He was Ren in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Oh, that's what else I know. Yes, he was. And to yeah. be fair, isn't is Calvin Ellis is also Kal El, right? Yes. Just on this earth, in this earth. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. In this world, he's African-American, or he appears African-American, even because Superman's an alien. Excuse me. He's right. not African-American. He is Kryptonian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's African-Kryptonian. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh. Keith is the only one that can oh. make that joke. I know. <laughs> I'm not touching. I'm like, I'm not touching that one. I'm just going to say he's Kryptonian. <laughs> All right. Uh, my first choice is Winston Duke. Oh, oh wow. That wow. didn't even cross my mind, and I wow. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Manny. First I Manny. Wow. Absolutely. Umbaku. Absolutely. Oh, he's not Manny. He's Umbaku. It, it's Manny. Manny. The same guy, <laughs> essentially. I just like say that. I'll tell you what, he was on my honorable mentions list. Wow, oh, that's cool. a great okay. choice. Yeah. That's a great love choice. Him. Love Winston Duke. I love seeing him take on just every, just like you said, uh, Jacob. To hit, see him being the president of the United States, that'd be really cool. And obviously, he's got the physicality and the the, the physical presence, so he'd be a cool looking Superman. I love to see him in that blue and silver suit, man. I love I love that Superman outfit. So I'd rather see – and I brought up the, the Clark Kent thing, and I don't know if anybody watched uh, Gio and I um, on Phantom United the other night, but I would prefer it be Calvin Ellis instead of just doing Clark Kent again, but whatever. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and Baku, yeah, that's my guy. Winston Duke, that's my top choice. Love it. I love it. That's a, that's a really good – Brian Nussbaum here going with the, the Idris Elba. I mean, it's not a bad choice. Yes. It's not a bad choice. He said he was Black Superman. Didn't he say that? Yeah, yeah. he did say that in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Can, let me, Keith, let me ask you a question. What would your thoughts be if – and I know it causes – like a whole family lineage thing. If Mbaku got past the mantle of Black Panther. Oh, I, I don't, I, I know a lot of people thought that um, initially. Uh, it seemed, okay, he's the leader of his tribe. He yes. almost, he almost won that fight. I mean, it seems like, you know, I know, like you said, the whole tradition of passing it down, but, it's, it, if I were in that world, if I had any say so, that's who I would pick, because it seems like he he he'd be suited to lead to lead that entire nation. He'd have to embrace technology, which his tribe apparently does not. But uh, yeah. other than that, I think it'd be a good choice. Sweet, love it. I love T'Challa, but you know we can't really go there. Yeah. So I'm told I'm totally fine. Yeah, this has nothing to do know. with somebody. I, I think I think he's been Black Panther in the comics a couple times. Probably. Pretty sure. Yeah. So. Anyway. Awesome. All right. Well, who's next? Let's go to Brian for his number one choice. Um. Yeah. Jake tried to ruin mine earlier. Uh. Because he talked about Moonlight and it was a uh, Travante Rhodes. Is so, that your number one choice? That was my number one choice. Oh, nice. That's so. I was just like, awesome. all right, shut up, Jake Scott. <laughs> Uh, you know, when, when he it. brought him up, I did think, ooh, that's a good choice. I was thinking yeah. that, too. So um, if you've seen Moonlight, if you listen to the be- first half of this show, he, uh, I, I think he is someone that could be – I like a good – he's not a no-name, but not a household name. And I think that doing something like this, he could become a household name. Um so yeah, that was mine. Good choice. Awesome. Yeah, that no, guy's I'd, really good. Thank you. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Chuck, he's my number. Did he's I get my that wrong? Three. He's my number three. Uh, I guess the just Chuck. I thought Cowanels wore the blue and silver suit. Did I get those mixed up? I thought I saw a picture of. Uh, okay. Oh man. Well, I like that suit. I want him to wear it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, of course, we'll go to Jake for his number one choice. Uh. Yeah. I I went back and forth quite a bit. Um. I will say Trevante Rhodes was uh, he was teetering between the two and three. I was kind of just like switching a bunch of, of of people back and forth, but I ended up choosing my number one. We just saw him in a film, um, and I think he can play this role very, very, very well. Uh, and that is Mr. McCod Brooks, uh, formerly oh. of Supergirl, oh, and he played Jax of Mortal I thought Kombat. of him too. Yeah, right. Um. I like it. I think this guy. So yeah, you good. may not, you may not get it in, um, in Mortal Kombat because of the type of character it is, the type of movie it is. But if you watch Supergirl, um, he plays Jimmy Olsen, uh, like the Jimmy Olsen, and he ends up being a, a hero named Guardian. Uh, the dude has so much charisma, it's scary. Yeah. Um, he is a very, very talented actor. He has history with the Superman character, being on Supergirl for like I think I think I read it was ninety-one episodes of Supergirl. Um, 
And mm. I, I just think that he's very talented. Uh, I had seen him in a few things before that. Um, he had popped up in some stuff, but he really got his his kind of hook in in when he got the one of the leading roles in Supergirl. He's now Jax. I'm sure he's going to be popping up in a lot of other stuff. Um, he's also he he also fits the physical build very well. He got um, ripped for Mortal Kombat. He's huge. He, he, got he is ripped. huge. Um, and he fits that role very nicely. Yeah. Uh, and he's also he fits that mold of of what I like to see from my superheroes these days of kind of unknown people that a lot of a lot of audiences don't recognize. Right, like nobody's gonna know who he is. Nobody's gonna like. There's there's a lot of people that watch Supergirl, but not enough to know who McCod Brooks is. Uh, when they, when he's cast as Superman, right, or or even for Mortal Kombat, like they're going to see his face, but they're not going to know his name. Exactly. Um, yeah. And and Chuck, you are 100 right. This was the only stipulation I had is if he did keep the stash. <laughs> yes. If he did keep the stash, I think we do need a Superman with the stash because the last one got removed. Um, I do think it needs to happen. We got to have McCod Brooks with the stash. But yeah, he's my number one choice, McCod Brooks. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Keith, like I don't know if if you know it, Chuck. You can correct. I know nothing of this character. I'm literally Same. learning, Same. like within the last couple of weeks, that this character even existed. I have no problem admitting that. Um, Same. <laughs> do are people aware that the president is Superman in this? I'm guessing no. Separate doesn't seem like it. it yeah, because it says okay. that Brainiac would like cover for him when he went and does Superman stuff. Okay, so I'm guessing right. no, but I'm obviously Chuck knows way more than us. But that's why I want to read it now. Yeah. Like I'm gonna hit up intro. I know, right? And like think, grades and get like it would be kind of interesting. Them. Like if the president. Oh, okay, so Chuck said no. That it would be kind of interesting if like people knew that he was. If the they president. knew, yeah, yeah. Um, Real, real quick, we uh, before we get to our twos, um, I want to bring up a couple from the chat. Oh, a lot yeah. of people. So, Sean Robin here, Shamar Moore, who voices Cyborg um, oh, for a lot okay. of DC cool. anime stuff. Shamar Moore is great. He was on Criminal Minds for a lot of years. He's running uh, the SWAT yeah, TV good. show on CBS. He's a great TV actor who crushes the role. He'd be a great choice. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. or and I do, I don't want to butcher the name. I'm sorry, Rachel, but those are her picks. Um, Brian Nussbaum here, Tyler James Williams, or Michael Eu uh, could be some interesting choices there as well. Um, Brian says his other or Michael Ely. There you go, Michael Ely, Even, not Michael, Michael Ely. Ely. Michael Ely. That's a uh, great there you go, call. Michael Ely. Brian. Michael Ely would be Michael a great Ely. choice. Would be great a great call. choice. Yes. Um, great. If they go older, Henry Simmons, uh, Mac <laughs> from uh, Age of Shield, that would be a great choice as well. Mac. Another another yeah. brooding. Another very physical brooding guy. That's a really, really big pick. I know that Sean said this earlier today on our on Twitter, but his pick was the lead character of Overlord and the guy who played the flashback character in Watchmen, the black and white episode, um, Javon Adepo. Um, that's that's a great choice as well. Oh, that's Hood a of really Justice. killer choice. That guy, um, yeah. Yeah, Hood of Justice. Hood okay. of Justice, exactly. Um, and oh, if younger Sean yeah, says, right. Niles Fitch, who plays Teen Randall in This Is Us. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. So there's a lot of random... Uh, variety choices out there for this character because look, he's he's very unknown to the yeah. public. You can really cast anybody in this role, really. Yeah, you can. So for me, I, there was there's a ton of talented young black actors, but I I wanted to go a little bit older because I, look, this is not fair, but I think you have to be 35 to be 
to run for president who they can just say that doesn't exist in their world or whatever but, but that is that is a very important thing to add so that, or that they could say thing. he's not president sure. yet in the first movie maybe he's just a politician in the first movie yeah. and then we see him become president in the second movie or something which would be something pretty cool or what if he's doing a presidential campaign in the movie like that that would be crazy but <laughs> speaking to that my second look my second choice and my honorable mention have already been mentioned during this whole chat but my second Ooh. choice is idris Did, elba uh, <laughs> idris elba now look yeah. the reason why it would be okay for me is because obviously you're going somebody who's president right so obviously he can pull that off but can he play superman for 10 years if they want to do three movies yeah i guess so i mean it's just in green screen and stuff but i he wouldn't be my first choice obviously but i think idris elba would be cool if you know if he got the chance to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, I mean, yeah. look, he's, he's, he's the obvious choice for a lot of roles. Honestly, yeah. he is like, he is the obvious choice for a James Bond role. He's the obvious choice for a black Superman. Um, he just fits the mold for everything. And, and like we already mentioned, he already claimed himself to be black Superman. So <laughs> yeah, why exactly. Not? yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Keith, who do you got as your runner up, man? I'll be devastated. Runner up, Sean, that's, that's crazy that you just picked uh, this guy from This Is Us because my second pick is Sterling K. Brown. Nice. Ah, that's a great <laughs> pick. That is a great yeah. pick. He plays uh, T'Chaka's brother in Black Panther. Yeah. What's his, yeah. What's his name, Jake? That's one with two Black I Panther no I can't but, remember. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't even remember that either. It's a good question. But anyway, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, man. I'd love to see him. He's, he's, I don't know. They can, these people already. Everybody can bulk up to play these parts, so that's not a that's not a big deal. That um, might be my favorite pick so far tonight. That might that might be my okay. favorite pick. I, I was gonna cool. say the same thing. And hey, yeah. Keith, he's not out of shape, man. Have you seen some no, of his pictures? Of, no, he's, 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 he's his shirt ripped. off. He is ripped. Know, he is. But he's not compared huge, to Winston though. Duke. He's not. He's not. Yeah, huge, he's not. <laughs> yeah. No one is big compared Winston Duke to Mercad Brooks or, or Mercad Brooks. Those, yeah, these guys are monsters, but. Uh, uh, he's in. He's a good, good Hollywood shape. Good looking guy. Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's like one of the best actors on earth. Uh, I mean, you look at you go back and watch his scenes. All his scenes in Black Panther. Well, anything he's in. I, this is us, obviously. Yeah, everybody cries every week watching that show. But uh, yeah, he's he's so great, man. I'd love to see him take on that take on that role. Uh, and if not, hey, I want him to be Lex Luthor. If there's a Lex oh. Luthor in that universe, I don't know. Hey. Wow. There you go. Yeah, that is oh, honestly yeah. like Jake favorite. said. That is a really great choice. Like, yeah, uh, I think that's my favorite pick tonight <laughs> so far. Awesome. Okay, Brian, you gonna blow us away with your backup, man? Uh, I don't know about blow away, but I think it's a pretty good one that I'm actually surprised no one grabbed and has said in the chat and nothing. And that is Lakeith Stanfield. Nice. No one. No one said that at all. Um, mm. Yeah. No? Why, Keith? Mm. Eh, I wish it was him. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. I like him. He's a great actor. I love him. But Oh, no. I just, I mean, <laughs> He'd be he was my second. He's my second to my first, but yeah. What do you think? No? Sure. I think acting-wise, no, no, look, he'd be very good. choose any great actor in this role, they're going to do yeah. a good job. But for me, like, I feel like Superman, right? You see their face and you're like, that's Superman. I don't feel that way with Lakeith Steinfeld. But 
if they cast him, he's a great actor, so he could he could kill it. Well, but let's let's. I mean, look, we've seen actors in the past who have been able to bulk up, right? True. Like he Seinfeld is sure. a Oscar performer. This oh, dude yeah. is yeah. one of the best working yeah. actors on the planet. Um, we we've seen him in roles where he can you know go to drama, uh, and we haven't yet yeah. seen him in like a, a big action packed role. But I don't. I actually like the pick quite a bit. I think that he could fit the role uh, well. I, I think that. Um, you know, he's one of those faces again who people recognize, but they don't know his name yet. Uh, and this can give him the opportunity to be like, look, I've been around, but here's here, here I am. Um, you know, and, and it would be an unconventional yeah. choice for sure, but there's no doubt the dude can play the role. There is no doubt. Yeah, that absolutely. And I like him from Knives yeah. Out. That's why I picked him. Now I can kind yeah, of he, do. Knives Out, he's, it, now that he's, I'm he can do comedy. It's funny. It's funny on uh, Atlanta. He's very good. I want to see him uh, play the president side of this role. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. He's lobbied. He's lobbied to play the Joker. I know he's been interested. He's been trying to. He's a great for pick. For really? The Joker too. Yeah, he's he's a great pick for the Joker too. Interesting. Yeah, he, he wants to do that. So yeah, it's a good call. Interesting. All right, Jake. Who do you got as your number two choice? Man, this is so hard because I I had one in mind. Um, and I, ha- I had a, an actor in mind who I really like, and I still like for the role. Um, but this whole talk of an older Superman kind of like kicked into my brain. Um, and he's not he's not like that old. He still can play a pretty young Superman, but he's older than what I was going for. Um, he's very unknown, uh, at least from what I recognized. Uh, and I've seen him in a number of stuff, but his name is Ricky Whittle. Uh, Ricky Whittle, he is currently the lead or one of the leads on American Gods. Um, but he's um. also a fan favorite character on the 100 on the CW. Uh, oh, okay. he, he was a very popular character on the 100. Um, this dude can act. This dude can act. He is uh, a phenomenal actor that nobody recognizes. He fits the role very well. He's kind of in that, that 30s range where he can play young, but also maybe even up a little bit. Uh, I, I think that, and again, going to what I like, he's the lead of American gods, isn't he? Yeah. But I, yeah. I've never seen it, but I know oh, that I there's I watched like, the there's like, season. I know there's like multiple leads, if you will, like a lot of yeah. characters that kind of pop sh- in I don't now. think I've seen him in anything. I watched um, the first season. That show is just all over the place. Um, but he is, uh, he, he plays an intimidating character a lot, very serious, but he also has this very strong charisma to him. Um, and, and again, playing to what I like for superhero roles, he is very well unknown. It would allow him to build into the role and not be like, oh, I see this person in this role, rather than just letting letting the actor play the character. Um, and it's nothing against him, but we always saw Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, right? Or Sam Jackson as Mace Windu. Um, this would be a totally different situation. Uh, so Ricky Whittle for me would be a great choice, a very unknown choice, unconventional choice, but one I think that would be... Uh, very strong for the future of the character. So that wasn't the one you thought that I was going to choose as my number one. I thought right? you were going to pick McCod Brooks because of more. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I did think of him, but I was like, no, he was in Supergirl, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. I chose someone who's already playing Hawkman. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I do want to ask uh, Chuck something else. How is uh, Calvin Ellis personality wise? I'm wondering because is he like the Boy Scout? Or is he a little bit more edgier? Because that could change who you want to cast in the role. 
Because if Absolutely. you're going Boy Scout, then you you have a different certain image form. But if you're if he's more edgy, then you might have a different another image form. So my only other honorable mention is something that Keith is someone who Keith mentioned, which is Winston Duke. He was my uh, my third choice, which I, you know, he yeah he would do a great job. Obviously, I, I would love to see it, and this man deserves some more leading roles. So I, I would That's, love it. He's pretty much Obama, so awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Okay. I. I wonder. Did they? When did? When was Calvin Ellis created? When? Probably yeah, around the same right? time. No, yeah. I don't know. But that's interesting. Uh, I, I have two honorable mentions. I have two. Um, that came close. Uh, the first one, and they're both pretty well unknown. Uh, the first one, uh, is an is a name Eli Gorey. Eli Gorey. He played um Muhammad Ali for Regina King's uh Amazon film. Uh, and the f- name of the film was One Night in Miami. Oh, okay. Uh, he played Muhammad Ali in that film. He was also on Riverdale on the CW for for a season, I oh, think. This dude is ripped. Yeah, he's big. He's big, but he's on the younger side. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is on the younger side. So you definitely be committing to a younger Superman who could probably be there for a little bit. Um, but again, he has a lot of charisma. He can play a great character. He has a lot of personality. The second one I went with. Um, any Bridgerton fans out there? <laughs> because I picked the lead that's, actor in that the, show. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to butcher his name, but it's Re- Reggie Jean Page, I think his name is. Um, the, well, you I know mean, the history of that, right? He fits the role. Fits the you role. Know, you know the history of that, right? Uh, no, I don't know the history. He was supposed to be... Uh, he was supposed to be the some got like a grandfather or something on crypt on the krypton tv show but on krypton said, that's right yeah but they but they said no black superman and uh, yeah. i dude he'd be a great choice he'd be a, i'm just saying that's what, that's the, right the dude can act and he was on he was on a a total x-rated show on bridgerton but he could act <laughs> That show was great. I mean, I haven't I haven't watched that show, but I know some I have some friends who love that show and they love him as well. Good to know. Um, yeah. Awesome. Keith, you got any honorable mentions, man? Samir, that's funny because I was thinking that. Yeah, one of them. He... <laughs> I, I, I actually thought that too. <laughs> uh, one of them, he can't do it because he's already in the unit. Well, or is he? I don't know. If it's <laughs> she, a separate she universe, pops in when I mentioned could. Bridgerton, of course. Oh my! Like she right. wasn't even yeah, watching, exactly. and then she sensed yeah. it. And then hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that Got, show has just Gabby written all over it. Yeah, uh, just don't start talking about The Handmaid's Tale, and then we'll be here forever. <laughs> she just pulled it in the driveway. Oh, ah. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with this universe. So maybe he could be it. I don't know. But it's Yaya Abdul-Mateen, second junior. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's wearing a helmet. You know, we're never going to probably never see his face again. I don't know. Oh, uh, he's just going to wear the helmet the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's going to wear the helmet the whole time. <laughs> but he's yeah, also Dr. Manhattan. Poor, so, poor guy. That know. helmet is ginormous, too. He's big old, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Hi, Carlo. Awesome. Uh, and Brian, you got some honorable mentions at all? Uh, yeah, I just had. Uh, so if they went like really young, um, the in Moonlight, the middle aged guy, uh, Ashton Sanders, 
Excuse oh, okay. you, Gabby. And um, I, I just put Daniel Kaluya just because, I mean, he's pretty much good in everything he does. So He is. Sure. He is. So <laughs> you can't complain. You got that Oscar now. Um, awesome. Well, that was fun. I mean, that I definitely like... I definitely want to read up on this character now, to be honest. I, yeah, I'm actually too. really intrigued. I didn't know much about him at all before this, so I, I'm very excited. And if they do end up going Something with Calvin absolutely Ellis, not. God. Oh, my goodness. I What do you – I mean, I did, I was never going to put this name down, but, like, when I was looking at people fan casting, they put John Boyega down. I, I wouldn't personally choice, choose him, but I wouldn't hate it. Keith, I could see you outside if it was Kevin Hart outside of a movie theater just going, boo, boo. They would <laughs> never do that, I, I would hope. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, that's no. funny. <laughs> I would hope not. Um, well, any last thoughts on Superman, Calvin Ellis character, guys? Look, I, I think uh, whether or not we do get the character of Calvin Ellis, whether or not we get you know, black Superman, whether or not it is all happening. Um, it's a character that could a- add some interesting uh, wrinkles to DC movies. Obviously they're on a, a separate path of not doing a universe, but doing essentially separate franchises. And if we get like a Calvin Ellis trilogy, I'm all for it. I am all Absolutely. for it. I think and it'd be really if, cool. New story. Even if this movie they're working on specifically isn't Calvin Ellis, that doesn't mean we can't do a Calvin Ellis fan casting. They could eventually do something with Calvin Ellis. So start a new, a new earth franchise earth, whatever number you want to choose and be it from this guy's storyline, like whatever, like something different. Doesn't, would you it guys, doesn't have to be Clark Kent. Would you guys want time. it to be in the same world as the Batman, or would you just want the Batman no, on its se- own? Separate. separate. I, honestly, I would love DC to commit to single franchises rather than a universe at this point. Yeah, build Earth. Build build your multiverse and tell stories from different Earths. I think that's probably what they're going to do. Like. They're still going to have the DCEU going forward, but like maybe no team up films with those big name hitter characters. So we'll see. Well, yeah, like Chuck said, Earth 23. Sweet. Start some stories from Earth 23. Whatever. Like it doesn't need to be all in one thing. Yeah, I like that too, because then, I mean, I don't know if the Brainiac in Calvin Ellis's world is a villain or not. I thought of Corey Hawkins as well. I w- Dr. Dre. I- yeah, but I chose him. What fan casting did we do? We did something recently where I chose him. Oh, it was Fantastic Four. I chose him for uh, Human Torch, so I didn't want to try not to choose the same actors, guys. See, I couldn't have chosen Sean, Dr. Montgomery for this role. Sean, so. great, great comment, because that is 100% true. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't have picked. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't try to find <laughs> a way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Either way, um, we're hopeful for the for the dc movies going forward very hopeful and thank you all for joining us in the chat you guys had some great choices uh i still i think keith's second choice was probably the best yeah, just like I, I, yeah 100 percent. yeah 100%, but i agree i really like uh, all of our you know choices for sure our, especially all our number ones and yeah. and some of our number twos are some great choices there um, awesome. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. I want to thank everybody in the chat for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. We could not do it without you. Please don't forget, if you listen to audio podcasts, check us out on any platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find the links to those descriptions 
in the uh, description below, as well as links to our merchandise at T Public. You can get Apocalypse t-shirts and t-shirts from different shows and moments from our YouTube channel. We would really appreciate that. Before we go, I'm going to let everybody uh, say where you can find them online. I'll start with you, Jake Berlin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, mainly Twitter, uh, Instagram too, uh, at Qui-Gon Jake, <laughs> two ends because someone else took it before I did. I am all over the YouTubes. Um, I'm also on another channel called A Certain Point of View where we talk about Schmodown after show. We just had a great interview with Star Wars champ Andrew DeMolanta. Um, got to pick his brain a little bit. It was awesome. Uh, I also do a little show called The Whiskey Jedi. Uh, if you are interested, uh, new episodes coming out this week. Um, interesting, interesting stuff coming this week. And uh, yeah, so just check us out. Check us out. Support us all over the place. Awesome. And Brian Avalosino. It's funny. One of these days I'm going to upload like an image for the Tequila Sith and it's going to just be drawn in like <laughs> crayon and just like something funny. Oh, uh, man. Uh, be of all seen on Twitter and same with Jake, a uh, certain point of view. Night smear. Bye Chuck uh, and Rachel. And, but uh, also don't forget Fandalorian on Friday. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and Keith Barnes. Uh, on Twitter at Keith Barnes 79. See me here. Pockets every week. Uh, Catch me on Sunday nights with Geo, Phantom United. We talk about a lot of, uh, some of the same stuff, some different stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Shout out to all the viewers: Rachel, Samir, Chuck, everybody, Star Drew, uh, Sean, Sean, Peace, Dom. Shout out to all you guys. Samir, that's a great yeah, Batman v Superman reference up there by Samir. With the uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah, thanks to everybody watching. Check out uh, Keith on the FU podcast. That's why I'm calling <laughs> the FU podcast. Fandom <laughs> United. The FU you know what's podcast. funny is I actually made I for copyright reasons I took the DC out. I got to upload the new image, but it it is literally an FU. <laughs> I love hey, it. that's that's <laughs> what it is. I um, love it. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob Bartley eight two four. If you are a football fan or play fantasy football, you can check out my podcast First Round Fantasy on YouTube. And for those anybody who's a Power Rangers fan out there, you can also check out my Power Rangers podcast, Off the Grid. Thank you all again for watching. We'll see you all this Friday and next week for Apocalypse Now. Take care.